You're listening to the Seek First podcast for students with Stephanie Akiyama and Kurt Petershawn. Hello and welcome again. Welcome back. The Seek First student podcast. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been a rainy week so far. It has. It has. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we are, I don't think it's raining at the moment, so it's not loud on our microphone. <laughs> right. Um, if we get like a dull roar in this podcast, <laughs> that's probably what's going on. That's right. A lot of rain this week, it's but. not the zombie apocalypse. It's no. Yeah. But we are here and ready to go, continuing our conversation on the Bible that yeah. we started last week. Um, last week, we really kind of jumped into just the kind of the, the basic general idea of, is the Bible trustworthy as just a historical document, so to speak? Yeah. Um, we talked a little on it being the Word of God, but we're going to get more into that today. Uh, but hopefully, if you didn't listen last week, this is you know this one's going to make a lot more sense if you go listen to the one from yes. last from last week. Um, yes. that dropped last Friday. So. And like we were saying, th- this may be kind of like a a passing of of a baton, like yeah. in a in a race, because we might cover a little bit of what we covered last week just right. to get into what we're talking about. Sure. This week, so. Yeah. So um, yeah, go give that one a listen. I think what was that October first, maybe that that one came out. Um, so go give that one a listen, and then today. Yeah, we're gonna try to get a little bit more just into you know the Bible itself as as Christians, what we believe it to be the Word of God. That yes. it is actually um, well. Let me read. I started off last week's by reading this passage. Let me read it again. This is Second Timothy three, verse sixteen. That it says, "All Scripture is God breathed." We believe this, right? That absolutely breathed out by God, like yeah. it is His Word given, inspired by His Holy Spirit to human authors to write down what He wanted them to write down. It says, "It is you." Useful for teaching, for rebuking and correcting. So that's like even um, so teaching as far as like who is God, who am I, what is yeah. sin, what is the world like, what you know all these things. Right. Correcting and rebuking. So when I do things wrong and shouldn't do things a certain way, you know how do I correct that behavior? The Bible helps me with that as well. Yeah. Um, it even says training in righteousness. How do I live my life in a way that is approved by God um, and good for myself and my fellow man? Right. Yeah. Like. The Bible's good for all these things. And then it says, um, so that the man of God or woman of God, person of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, So, man, if I want to live my life in this world as a, uh, you know, functional citizen even, but but more than that, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, um, glorifying him and doing good to others, man, I need this. So we believe this. Yes, it, it, it outlines the best way to be a human. How to be a, that, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it is the yeah. best way to be a human. Jesus was the best human. He was, he was <laughs> like, about to fall out of I my like chair. I slipped <laughs> off my chair. It's, my shoes are wet and I'm like trying to balance them. <laughs> He's about to fall out of his yeah, chair. Oh my goodness. Wet days, guys. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Jesus was the perfect human. The perfect human. And so this helps us to know how to be um, the best human. The best way to be a human. But I have to tell you, yeah. Kurt, this, uh, and this, this does go with what we're talking about. I learned a new word oh, this morning. Okay. Yeah. I, Just I fancy myself as <laughs> I, I love words. I love to know what they mean. <laughs> like the thesaurus is probably mm-hmm. one of my most used apps mm-hmm. on my phone, which that tells you anything about me. I, 
I love words and like a good turns synonym. of phrases. Yes, <laughs> yes. When I'm talking to people, I don't want to use the same word twice in a row, yeah, for heaven's yeah, sakes. Yeah. That's just crazy. But anyway, so it's, um, have you heard the word chuji? Chuji. Chuji. Nope. I know. I was, is, it a, is this something to do with the Bible? No. Well, it, it, <laughs> like, it will go there. Chuji. It is, it is like a new vocab word okay. that... All the kids are using. <laughs> really? <laughs> really know. all the kids. <laughs> yeah. Made famous some TikToker. Okay. So this is like a current. This is like a current chuji okay. is the word. And it kind of means somebody's trying too hard. Right? Like they're oh. they're kind of chuji. I try like, hard. They they that's, try that's too a, hard. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they, try hard. Yes, yeah. that is so a that's chuji. the old word. That word. So out. the person is a chuji. No. Or it's like no. the verb. It, it's it's an adjective. Why, why are you chuji? Yeah, why why are you being chuji? Man, why are you yeah. so chuji? <laughs> like, ooh, they are so chuji. What? So look, so I was thinking about words that's and funny. and you and I are were young at different times. Like <laughs> we were teenagers at different times. I, I came before you. That's true. Um just different words that meant Cool. Like cool has like stood the test of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Cool, like cool, yeah. cool has always been cool, right? Uh, but there's like rad, rad awesome. gnarly, awesome, sweet. That was sweet. Oh, there in you go. In the '90s, we said that a lot, which is kind of a weird. Yeah, we'd be like, man, sweet. Some people still say. And that. I'll still like, say I, it. Yeah. Like I'll text it to students. I think they're always like, yeah, you're weird, <laughs> yeah. sweet yeah. or old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, old. Yeah. Right. You're weird and old. Right. So what's the what's the hip word for cool now? Fire, uh, but they still say that a lot. You know, okay. oh, that's fire, whatever, oh, oh, lit, lit fire. Okay. Which, man, it's very like heat. But a lot of pyromaniacs, <laughs> I think, in the, in the maybe they're referencing world. the Holy Spirit. I mean, he came in yeah. fire lots of times. So. Some people say bank. Bank. That's not true. I I, I made up that word years ago, and I Kurt's try to get trying to start something here. So hey, if you want to use the word bank, if you're bank. listening and you just want to be like, man, that's that was bank. bank. You might even like, you know. Post on your social media yeah. that uh, the Seek First podcast today Is was just bank. bank. Yes, or comment in our in in the in the Apple. Or you might thing. say, Kurt, you're trying too hard to get bank you're, going. You're, you're so juicy. You're so juicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is my point though. This is okay. why I brought this up because. Um, those words, all of that, like changes based on. Right. Who is the influencer during that time? Mm -hmm. Like Michael Jackson wrote, wrote a song about bad, and so then bad became good. And so mm -hmm. anyway, so whoever is the influencer of that time, like that word or that phraseology is super popular and hip, but, and, right. but it has a shelf life, right? right like right, it, right, it yeah. ends. Not the word of God. Yeah. <laughs> Not the word of God. Yeah. Like one of the reasons why I love the word of God is because it stands the yeah. test of time. It stands the test of culture. It right. stands the test of all the things. And so we can always go to it. It's always relevant, right. no matter how old you are, what color you are, where you live, where you're from, what your socioeconomic situation is. It always stands. Yeah. And so when I, when I learned about Chuji, I thought, <laughs> huh, it's so different <laughs> from yeah. Scripture because Scripture, we can always count on it. It's Man. always yeah, there. It's always good. relevant. Yeah, and even like, you know, that instantly just makes me think of First John and Second John, where John, the Apostle John says, he's talking about this old and new commandment, right? And what's yeah. the commandment? It's love God and love others. Right. It's the commandment of love. And every time I read that and think about that, I think about exactly what you're talking about, how that is a, I mean, just the, the kind of the ethic of Christianity and what God's Word teaches us and how to be in the way Jesus taught us, right? Yeah. The golden rule of treating others the way you want to be treated, like those kind of things. 
loving your neighbor as yourself, loving God. These things stand the test of time. And no matter what culture, Every time. where you're at, who yes. you are, where you come from, that command is applicable. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's so simple. Right. But it's so deep and so rich. Yeah. Um, the law of love. Yeah. Right? And, and, and so many others. Obviously, we are governed overall by that law of love. And like you said, yeah. I mean, that's just one of the ways we can kind of look at God's word and go, man, it's so relevant in every culture. I mean, there's a reason that... You can, you know, wherever the Bible is translated across the world, and it's translated into thousands of languages. Yeah, um, that it it makes sense to them, you know, and, and it's it applicable. changes cultures. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it, it has the word of God has gone into cannibalistic cultures, mm. and and people suddenly stop eating one another. Like it's fantastic, right? It changes people. It's and I don't awesome. know. Is there a specific command to not eat each other? Well, that's not very Bible. loving. <laughs> Right, exactly. But like you can go, oh, well, it's probably not good and loving and glorifying to God who to eat people who are made in his image. That's exactly right. Right. I know that's silly, but yeah, yeah, at the same time. Yes, or to call them 2D. Okay. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Circling back. (laughs) Yes. But so the reason that we are doing this is we want to give you guys um, just kind of a firm foundation to stand on so that when you go to scripture, um, you can trust it. Right. right? We want to, we want to, uh, we want to kind of remove some obstacles, remove some yeah. doubts that you may have in your mind. Because so last listen, week was a little bit yeah. more trust it historically. Right. This How we got it. Maybe a little bit more trust it um, theologically. Right. Trust like what, right. That, that this is God's word. Yes. And even Actually, some of the archeological evidences, like we'll, we can get into yeah. all of that just so that you can know that you mm-hmm. are not crazy when you trust scripture. Yep. Um, and I mean, you think about it, it started off with 12 guys. Mm-hmm. By Pentecost, it was 3,000. By the end of the Roman Empire, it was 3.5 million. Yeah. And today it's 2.5 billion yeah. Christians, right? And all on the foundation <laughs> of scripture. Sorry, Kurt's shoes are squeaky. So <laughs> if we start laughing in the middle of things, we, yeah. we take this very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're not laughing at this. <laughs> So, but yeah, like the 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 power and the efficacy of His Word to be able to change peoples and cultures. Yes. Um, across since the, I mean, obviously the Jewish culture and the Old Testament and all that, and and even the way that people like as we read the history of the Old Testament and we see the other nations around them, even kind of be drawn in to this group of people, this kind of interesting little Jewish Israelite right. group of people. And they're kind of drawn to them. I mean, we see kings and queens coming like from to from all over the place to Solomon, who oh, has yeah. the wisdom of God. They're like, man, yep. we want to know about you and your God and to learn it and all these kind of things. And then we get to the New Testament. Like you said, it's changing the Roman Empire um, and throughout, uh, again, throughout the centuries yes. um, that it has so been able to transform cultures. I mean, that's at least enough right there to be able to go, okay, <laughs> There's something about this book. Yes. That's different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's look at some of the evidences uh, that you can stand on. Yeah. Um, it's unity is one thing that we talked about mm-hmm. uh, last week. 66 books, three continents, uh, three languages. Authors. Yeah. 40 authors, over 1,500 years, yeah. and yet not one discrepancy. Right? <laughs> right? Right? Like it all flows. Oh, that can only happen supernaturally. Yeah. Like we aren't smart enough to make that happen. Like we yeah, cannot absolutely. do that. Yeah, and you can find, and people will, and they'll nitpick and they'll find a little um, what they might consider to be an inconsistency here or there. I mean, you can even look at the four gospels and go, well, Mark said this, but Matthew said that, and it right. seems to be a little different. Um, 
Luke, Luke, okay, and Luke, he gives the verse about, uh, he records Jesus saying, uh, if you have faith small as a mustard seed, in Luke it says you can throw a mulberry tree into the ocean. Yeah. And and I believe it's Matthew, he says you could throw a mountain into the ocean. Okay, right. that's different. <laughs> Which one did he actually say? <laughs> right. Well, right. maybe he said both at different times, that's depending exactly on where right. he was. And yeah. also, the point's the same. That, you yeah. know? It does not change. Right. So what we yeah. have is very consistent unified theology throughout. That's exactly um, right. That there is one God, for instance, that the Bible never changes that theology. Right. Um, the triune God, to yes. be sure, and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit really are referenced throughout Scripture. Right. Um, that He is sovereign, that He has a plan and a purpose and a will, all centered on a a coming King, Son, Messiah, yes. whoever this is. New Testament says it's Jesus. Yes. Incredible unity. That's exactly right. From, from Genesis to Revelation, you can see, right. and Jesus being the center point of it all. Right, and it's it's like it's like rock star status. Like n- n- yeah. no other historical document or or uh, yeah. movement can even come close to this. Nothing, yeah, yeah, nothing even compares. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, prophecies. Yeah, hundreds. This is to me the best one. This is the easiest one. Yeah, yes, of prophecies. Yeah. Um, Three hundred just about Jesus, mm-hmm. but hundreds and hundreds more about yeah. cities and uh, things that are going to happen and. Yep. Not one of them has been disproven. Right. Not one. Yeah. <laughs> it's they it, keep getting proven they, or have been proven. That's exactly because right. they happened. That's exactly exactly right. as the Bible. Yes. Says. Which the statistics, just trying to figure out the percentage of that being able just to happen stance happen, is ridiculous. I can't yeah. remember what it is. Like stack some yeah. quarters on the on yeah some mathematicians. <laughs> right. The the the. Kind of the anecdote that I've heard about it was, you know, some mathematicians years ago did, yeah, actual math on this and just about Jesus, right? Just about his life and ministry, yes. right? Well, the they took film. eight. They took eight. Oh, prophecies. just eight. They were like, okay, let's. There, there are hundreds, but right. let's just take eight. Yeah. What are the what are the odds? And I don't know how to calculate. I'm right, not, right. I'm, not a mathematician. I'm a pastor, yeah. guys. <laughs> right. Um, but they said, what are the odds that any person could fulfill and would perfectly fulfill even eight of these prophecies? Yeah. Right. That his life would line up with eight. Um, and they calculated them out. You guys can go and, and find this online, the, the, this story um, and how this came about. But um, they calculated the odds out and they came up with this number that is like a number we can't comprehend. But to kind of better understand the number, this is what they said. The same odds, the odds of anybody, Jesus or anybody fulfilling eight of these prophets, just eight, would be about the same as if, yeah, you took... Um, you, you took quarters, mm-hmm. you stacked them a couple feet high all ac- across the continent of North America, <gasps> right? The entire continent of North America. Wow. Um, quarters a couple feet high. And then you colored one quarter red. And I blindfold you yes. and say, go find the red quarter in North America somewhere, <laughs> right? You don't know if it's in Washington or if it's in Oregon or if <laughs> right. it's in Florida or if it's in, you know, yes. you have no idea. And it's two feet deep. Like that's about the same odds. You finding that red quarter as it would be for someone to be able to fulfill even eight prophecies over the course of these six, seven hundred years from like Isaiah to Jesus, right? Um, and even longer than that, really. Right. But um, So you take a, a, a prophecy like Zechariah 9.9 that says yes. he's going to ride into Jerusalem on a donkey's colt, right? right? And that Jesus, as he travels to Jerusalem, says like, 
to his disciples, hey, go ahead, and maybe you're going to find yeah. donkey's cold at this house. Tell them, hey, the Lord needs it. They're going to somehow know what that means. Right. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, okay, the Lord needs it. They right. give him the cold. He rides in. You know, just something simple like that, where he would be born. Yes. Bethlehem. Yes. That's prophesied. Even his family being exiled to Egypt yep. and then coming back. All, all of, of that All of that prophesied. was written. How yeah. he would die, things that he would do, things that he would teach. Job uh, references, who, who can tread on waves? Only God. Yeah. Right? Like there are so many little little references, almost indirect ones, and yeah. there are direct, very clear, very oh, straightforward. Isaiah Psalm 22, <laughs> Isaiah 53, um, even ones that Jesus reads himself from Isaiah right. or whatever else. Um, and even, this is kind of cool, like even prophecies about kind of things around Jesus, not even Jesus himself. Yes. Right? So Paul, like Paul's preaching in Acts 28, he's Mm -hmm. preaching to the Jews, and he references Isaiah chapter 6, where Isaiah says, you guys are going to hear all this stuff and you're not going to believe me, right? Or God says that to Isaiah. And and Paul takes that, he's like, this is a prophecy about you right now. So even people that didn't believe in Jesus, he's like, look, prophecies are about y'all too. Yeah. Um, God knew you wouldn't believe this. Right. Anyway, so yeah. it's just so, so, so incredible. Many fulfilled yeah. pro- even the guys who are gambling for Jesus's garments, mm-hmm. that's, that was in Isaiah, right? right. 700 years 700 before years. this happens. It incredible. is crazy. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> again, guys, we're just kind of giving you some solid foundation to stand on yep. uh, so that when you're reading scripture and you're doing the hard work of applying scripture to mm-hmm. your life, you can know it's not in vain. Like it is not in vain. It is so worth your hard work, your thoughts, your meditations, your prayers, like all of that is worth it. Yeah. All right. One of the things that we have um, kind of alluded to is the unique authority, power and beauty of scripture and how it affects just people's existence. Right. Um, what we see and experience lines up with scripture. We, right. we, we, we see marriage principles. We see stewardship principles. We see governing principles, parenting principles, relationship principles. And listen, all of them work. Yeah. Like if you live <laughs> yeah. your life according to yeah. scripture, it works because we're created mm-hmm. to live that way. Yeah. Right? God creates us and says, okay, here's the manual, how to be the best human you can be, how to live your best life. Here yeah. it is. How to parent, how to do relationships, how to do your money, how to do right. government, how to do all the things. And it all lines up. I was going to pull up um, the Westminster Catechism. Um, this was a group of, of church leaders who sat down and just said, okay, <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. What what are the what are the questions we can ask and answer to know what we believe, what right. exactly we believe in, in the Christian faith? And I love question four says, How does it appear that scripture that the scriptures are the word of God? So they're asking the question, mm-hmm. how can we look at scriptures and yeah. and and see what's good? Yeah, evidence. that it yes, yeah. that it is the word of God. And here's the answer. The scriptures manifest themselves to be the word of God by, first of all, their majesty and their purity, mm. by the consent of all the parts, right? Every, nothing contradicts anything else in the Bible, right. by the scope of the whole, which is to give all glory to God, by their light and power, listen, to convince and convert sinners, 
to comfort and build up believers unto salvation, right? Like these are the effects that the word of God has on real people. And then lastly, but the spirit of God bearing witness by and with the scriptures in the heart of man is alone able to fully persuade that they are the very word of God. So the Holy Spirit confirms this is the word of God. And we see that, like we said, it just works. It's consistent. And if we live our lives according to the word of God, um, we work better. (laughs) We we do things better. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, You know, I just... I mean, I, I can bear witness to that in my life, and I know that you can in your life. Yeah. Um, and, and just the simple, again, like, what are some of the the main teachings? of the? I mean, is there anything in there that we can find? Now, okay, you can go to the Old Testament, and if you don't understand some of the laws that God has given, I mean, there's probably things in there that you could be like, well, that's weird, you know, like why did God give these commands about, you know, sacrificing animals a certain way, or even the conquests of Canaan where they were driving out other nations, things like that, when you're like, I mean, this is all kind of strange, Um, which I I will concede that for sure. Um, But that is where, like you were saying, it does take, um, it it takes a willingness to dive in and dig in to what's going on, what's the context, what's the culture. Um, By the way, three rules of reading our Bibles, and maybe we'll do a podcast just simply on this one time, but um, three big rules about reading your Bible, context, context, context. Right. Right. It's, it's, man, we have to be aware of what is going on in the circumstances in history and in this person's life, this author, this audience, whoever's getting written to, all these things, so that we can see um, like why was what was written written? Right. You know, who was it written right. to? What was going on? What was on? going on, yeah. All these kinds of things. But again, what we see is that throughout time and throughout culture, regardless of where you come from or who you are or whatever, I mean, these these principles and these truths just are so applicable. Just go read the book of Proverbs. Yes. Right? I right. mean, the book of Proverbs is just line after line after line. Sometimes just, it's almost like a shotgun, just, yeah. you know, different, different verse, you know, every verse is something different, some kind of different principle. Um, and what we're going to find in there is just these principles for life. Right. That's just, hey, if you'll live this way and, and you'll kind of seek these things or go read the Beatitudes of Jesus in Matthew mm-hmm. 5. Just if, if you'll live your life this way, you'll be blessed and right. you'll be satisfied and you'll be. Yes. And they bear that truth again and again and again. It reminded me of this story. Um, I, I can't remember the guy's name. I wish I had looked this up. I, I hadn't thought about it till just now, but. Um, this there was a story of a missionary who, on on one of his missionary trips, he was giving out Bibles, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to in this one particular village, he was just giving people Bibles and trying to share the gospel with them. Well, he he went up to this one man in this village, I, th- I believe it's an African village, and he went up to a one man and he tried to hand him a Bible. And the guy was like, No, 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 I'm not taking that. I'm not taking it. Um, He's like, just look, just take the Bible. You don't even have to, if you, whatever, you know, just take it, right. you know? And the guy was like, look, I'll tell you what, I'm, I, if you give me that Bible, I'm going to just use the pages to roll cigarettes and smoke it. <laughs> um, and, and the missionary was like, okay, look, fine, <laughs> right. take it, but do me this favor. Here, let's make a deal. He's like, I'm giving you a lot of cigarette paper here, but before you smoke it, read it. Ooh, he's like, just yeah. read the page and then you can smoke it. That's <laughs> right. our deal, right? Yeah. And the guy, like, I know this is a crazy story, but the guy was like, okay, whatever, fine. Right. So he gave him the Bible. Um, and okay, so it was like fast forward several years, right? And um, this, that, that, that missionary was at a convention mm-hmm. speaking, like he was on stage speaking, like preaching to people at a different convention somewhere else. 
And a guy in the crowd stands up. Nah, I've already story. got goosebumps. <laughs> guy in the crowd stands up. Like he was doing like a Q&A or something like yeah. that. And the guy in the crowd stands up. And it this was the guy that he had given this Bible two years before. And this guy Smoker. starts to tell this story, <laughs> right? And he starts to tell everybody the story, like what had happened. And he said, and here's this. So you gave me a, a, this Bible. I don't even know if you remember this. And the missionary's like, yeah, I kind of remember. It was like, well, you gave me this Bible. And he's like, I'll tell you what I did. It was just a New Testament, I believe. So he said, I, I got Matthew and I smoked it all. And I read it all and I smoked it all. And he's like, I got to uh, Mark and I read it all and I smoked it all. And he's like, I got to Luke and I read it all and I smoked it all. And he's like, I got to John 3, 16. And I went to smoke it, went to, you know, but I read it first. And he's like, I, you know, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but basically he says, man, the Holy Spirit of God just pricked my heart as I read it. And I knew this was true. And he's like, and I didn't smoke any more of it. I just read the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, just that just reminded so me of that awesome story um, yes. of how God's word so transforms, right? Yeah. I mean, that is not normal. No. That is not normal. It is alive and yeah. active. And, and it's hard to imagine that words on a page yeah. can be alive and active. But when you look back to Genesis 1 and, and we think about how mm -hmm. did things come into being, yeah. God spoke, right? Right, His word. And so we he have it a on a page, yeah. right? And so His word yeah. creates, mm -hmm. right? It creates order out of chaos. It creates light in darkness. It creates. And so when we read it mm -hmm. and it's applied by the Holy Spirit in us, right. it is like scrubby bubbles. It changes us. Every yeah. single word uh, in the Bible, I, I, and little anecdote, um, there was a Bible translator who was in, I can't remember, it's one of the islands in the Philippines, and she was learning their language and then uh, writing out, translating the New Testament. Well, there was a man who was kind of the village uh, leader, um, and he had been kind of protecting her because everybody else did not appreciate her being <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but anyway... She had just finished Matthew, and if you know the book of Matthew, it starts off with all these begots, mm -hmm. right? So-and-so, begot, 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 yeah. that means this is their kid, and their kid, and their kid, and their kid. Okay, and so she had, that's all that she had finished, yeah. and it was hanging out on a line, drying, because she had written it on, with ink that needed to hang out and dry. So it was hanging out and drying, and this man, who really didn't want to hear her business, like didn't want to hear about Jesus, any of the things, but he walks up, and he starts reading just the begots. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard this story too. <laughs> yes. He breaks down yeah. sobbing because yeah. he said, you know where you're, where you come from. You know your origins. You, I mean, mm -hmm. it was so meaningful to him, to us. We read over that and we're like, oh, skip, skip, skip. Yeah. You know, like blah, blah, blah. We got, we got, we got. Yes. But it was so powerful to him mm -hmm. um, that it, it saved him. Right, like yeah. he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior at that moment. Yeah which is amazing to me because there are parts of scripture where we're like, ah, blah, 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 you know, just keep yeah, on going. But right. every single word yeah. is None of so it is useless. powerful. That and, is and, exactly and right. Maybe to that point, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're going to read in Leviticus and Deuteronomy uh, you know, numbers that can be very tedious, very tedious. I mean, right. they're building this, the, uh, the tabernacle. Yes. There's a lot of laws and, and lots yeah. of Levitical statutes and all these things. And again, yeah, I know that's like stuff we can just flip over, skip over, but it's there for a reason. Right. And again, if that's, man, if you will be willing, uh, look, whether you're a young person or, you know, an older person reading, listening to this, just to, I hope this encourages you to just go, you know what? I want to know the whole word of God because yeah. it really, 
the way that it fits together, the unity of it, like you said, um, and if we can kind of see the whole story and how it all works together so well and so beautifully, yeah. it just makes it come alive even more. It just gives it that much more power in our lives and to be able to share with others. And, and, and it almost gives us more of a boldness. Like when we see that, man, th- these Levitical things matter and th- right. this passage in Job matters and this Psalm matters and the book of Matthew matters. Yes. Like it all matters and it all fits together. It gives us almost like an excitement. I remember that's what happened to me like in college where I started to go, oh my goodness, like this is all one great story yeah. and, and one incredible gospel like we talked about yes. a couple weeks ago. Um, and just and the it, layers as you read and yeah. read it just goes deeper yes. and deeper. It's you're like, inexhaustive. You're seeing, yes. yes, you're seeing things you never saw before yes. in the ways that it all fits together and works together and points to Jesus, points yes. to Jesus, points to Jesus. And you're just like, I, I love this, yes. right? And that, that's why I love doing this because, man, my favorite conversations are these where we just get to talk about talk about scripture. Like yeah. when a student comes up to me and just asks me some kind of Bible question. Right. I just I, I have to apologize to them sometimes because I'm just talking Geek fast. Out, yeah. yeah, I'm like geeking out on yeah. some and they're like, you know, but no, they usually enjoy it too. But yeah. we man, we can have such great conversations because it's so rich and it's never gonna be exhausted. That's like we're exactly never gonna right. get to the because end of it. He is an go, infinite God. Yeah. So we you could read it yeah. a bajillion times and, and it still. happens to me all the time. It probably does to you too. Oh right? yeah. You read something a thousand times. And you're like, oh man. Oh, and then there's like a neon sign behind. It's like, and it's like, oh, that's applying to me right now. So So I wanted to read just some scriptures. um, What scripture says about itself, right? Well, Mm -hmm. like what the writers of scripture say about the the scriptures. So Jesus says, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. It sustains us. It feeds our soul. We eat scripture like we eat bread uh, to to give us life. Um, I love it. Um, For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. That's in 2 Peter. Uh, And look, Psalm 119, like is just a, just the writer of Psalm 119, David, right? Is Is it David? I believe that. I can't remember. I know. Like, I I, I'm, I'm drawing kind of, a blank right that's now. That's an, an anonymous one. Um, but anyway, uh, it is an anonymous I'm going to look while yes. you're talking. Okay. But the way that that writer talks about the word of God being uh, his oh, delight, yeah. being uh, sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You're my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Yeah. Great peace have those who love your Law, I rejoice in your word. Like over and over and over, the writers of scripture are saying, guys, pay attention. (laughs) Like you are going to love that you know this word. Psalm 119 is anonymous. Um, I I thought of 1 Corinthians 15. He says, this is Paul just explaining the gospel, right? And he says, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 says, for what I received, I passed on to you as first importance that Christ died for our sins. Listen, according to the scriptures, Mm. that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day. Listen, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then to the 12. And um, anyway, all of this where he's saying, man, like the the fact that Jesus did what he did, it's all according to the scriptures. Right. Right. And he's talking Old Testament prophecy, yeah. but just to say like, man, this was all pointing us to Christ. And now these New Testament things that we're writing are the scriptures because they're, they're lining up with the Old Testament like we talked right. about last week. Right. It's it's apostles of Jesus who yeah. walked and talked with Jesus. They're finishing the story. Lived it out and they're yeah. just finishing finishing that story. Um, 
Yeah, and and again, like I was, I referenced um, Acts twenty eight a minute ago, where what Paul says to the the Jews as he's talking to them, the Spirit spoke through Isaiah in Isaiah six, and when right. he says to them, "You'll you'll hear, but you won't really hear it. You you won't yes. understand it." But he says that like this is God, the Holy Spirit speaking through Isaiah, yeah. right? They clearly believed it, right? Yeah. The authors of the Bible believed. <laughs> This was God's word speaking to them. And I yeah. love that you said, like, in the beginning, God spoke. God spoke, right? Yeah. He is a communicator. He's yes. an author. Right. right? The scriptures call him an author. Right. Um, I love that, man. And just, that he would love us enough. Yeah. That he would set his affections on us enough mm-hmm. to not only write it, but to preserve, preserve it. Because it. that yeah. is another uh, evidence. That's an external evidence yeah, of the power of the word of God. Listen, people from Diocletian in in three uh, hundreds AD yeah. have been trying to wipe out the scriptures, like mm-hmm. burn them, get rid of them, yeah. um, a- arrest people. Uh, Wycliffe was arrested for for printing these things. Like yeah. over and over and over in history, people, different dictators and whoever have tried to get rid of the Bible. It's and going it on today. Always yeah. sta- it is. It's going on right now. Yeah, North Korea has rewritten. It's crazy. Anyway, it is, it is standing still. It is still the most widely distributed book in the world mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And it's like, About, you yeah. can't fight it. Yeah. And, and that in and of itself, right? If you just, and I know this is a little bit circumstantial as far as evidence goes, but man, if I'm thinking of evidence, I'm going... Why do people care so much? Yeah, you know, right? Why do these hung power? And it's always like this power-hungry government or people, right? That they really care about wiping out the scriptures and go to great lengths. Yeah, they go to great lengths. Yeah, imprisonment and killing people. Who yes, translated. You know, why would they do that? Because right. I mean, they're they're not going to do that if it's just a normal book, right? Nobody. It it doesn't yes. matter. They're it not has burning. No power. Homer, or, um, you know, they're not yeah. burning those I mean, things. Yeah. Like you could, whatever. So it, it's just such, um, to me, as I look at it and just see the obviousness of the fact that, and we haven't even gotten into just the way it kind of bears itself true in history and in creation, right. which we could go into a whole right. lot of that stuff. Archaeological which we've kind evidence, of done in the past, all the so. things. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so much, whether you look at Noah's flood, which yes. there are flood stories oh, yeah. about a global flood yes. all over the world. Yep. How did that come to be? Right. I would say, cause it probably happened. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Um, why are there fish bones at the top of this why, mountain? Yeah. Hmm. Why are there yeah. rocks in the Grand Canyon at 90 degree angles <laughs> right. that could only have gotten there if they got there very quickly yes. from a massive amount of water being anyway yeah um through like a landslide so anyway the, there's like so much creation evidence there's so and even in the cosmos even in outer space there's evidence yes. of various things that we could we maybe we'll get into later but um but yeah all of that plus the internal evidences like you've talked about like we've talked about um the prophecies and the the life change that comes from yes it. To me, I look at something like that and I'm just going, man, there, there is far more evidence for it probably being God's word yeah. than there is against it. And to me, I mean, I'm 100% obviously I believe it is God's word. And, um, and I know you do. And I hope that, um, that as you listen to this, that you would at least, if, if you're not sure, right. that you would at least just consider it and, yeah. and continue to think, you know, maybe, maybe right. there's something to this. And I would just say you know, read some of it, Yes. you know, and, and yes. do some research. Yep. Um, if you know us and, and my emails at the end of it, please 
you know, reach out to, to us and let's have conversations about this. Ask us more questions or, or again, do your, do your own research. I've had a lot of good conversations with students who have done their own research, right. found some really great things too. Um, it's just, I think we get in trouble where we just kind of assume certain things or we just go, you know, I heard somebody say one time that the Bible is inconsistent. So I, I believe that. Right. And I'm like, well, okay, well, let's talk about it and actually get specific. Where is it inconsistent? Yes. What do you mean by that? Whatever. So, yeah. Um, I think you'll find more than more than anything else that it is very consistent, and it is there. There is something even that you and I can't control about it because it's it's not ours. It's God's right. created it. Yeah. And just like the man it smoking the pages, like <laughs> he he did not go into that right. trying to be changed. Yeah. Um. He went in that trying to just smoke some cigarettes, but he was changed yeah. because it actually is. And most God. A lot of the stories that I've heard of people who are, go in trying to disprove the Bible, yeah. like they're going to be the one in all <laughs> yeah. of history, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to disprove the Bible? They, the ones that I've heard about, have ended up Christians. Like they're like, there's no disproving it. There is, if you follow the evidence, yeah. all of the evidence, yep. scientific, archaeological, historical. If you follow all of the evidence, even anecdotal, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. It all leads to this is actually the word of God, yeah. and it's true, and it yeah. works. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. It's supernatural. So I mean, we no invite you. Yeah. Dig in. Yeah. Dig in. Yeah, I've Seek never. First. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I've never heard a good, and I've I've heard several people that they like you said they they think they've got it. They've right. got the answer. They've got yes. the one that's like this disproves it all, <laughs> that's and right. they'll bring it out. And I've never heard an argument from someone like that, and then going. Oh yeah, that's actually the perfect argument. You got it. No, right, every time right. I hear it, I go, "That's just you have no idea what you're talking about." You're, <laughs> right? Either they're just pulling something out of somewhere, right? Or they're again the context, context where they're going. They're like taking some part of scripture and completely decontexting yes. it and and making it mean what they want it to. Right. Mean. Um. Anyway. Yes. I it, it is. Hopefully this was a good conversation. I and, know. We want to invite you, you dig know. in. Yeah. Yes. Please, please dig in. Seek first. Amazing. Um, I don't remember what we said we were going to talk about next week, actually, at the moment. No, so this is a little cliffhanger. You're going to have to tune in. <laughs> You're going to have to tune in next week yeah. to see what we talk about. It's going to be... It's, it's going to be... It's not going to be chewy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be chewy. We're not... It's going to be lit. I feel like What's we're, the word? Like <laughs> you're being chewy right now. I am being chewy. <laughs> Thanks so much for Forgive me, guys. today, yeah. y'all. We really appreciate it. And as always, seek, seek first, first the, the kingdom. kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.